911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clinton Walton. We're joined again today with our good friend, Mr. Bobby Sal. Bobby, how are you? I am doing good. How are you two? We are really good to you. Thank you so much for coming back on. And in our last episode, we got a little bit deep and Bobby shared with us some of the nuances of being in a relationship with a first responder and ultimately how some of those aspects of the profession might have contributed to his divorce. And if you haven't already checked that out, I would recommend going to listen to that one before we dive into today's topic. And I'm going to actually jump in right here because ending that last episode, Ashley talked about how excellent Bobby and I both were. So I wanted to really just start this episode off right and just say, Bobby, you are excellent. I agree. Clint, you too. Ashley, you guys are amazing. You You know, we... We kind of met up on a whim of a friend of mine actually drew me into the group and he messaged me and he was like, dude, you will love this. Um, I think you need to be part of it. And he did. And he now no longer has Facebook. And I felt right at home ever since I've been there, I think in since October. Yeah. And it makes us feel so good to hear that because one of our big intentions intentions with the group was to make sure that we were never treating profile pics like profile pics and actualizing the fact that there's a human being behind those profiles. And never did I imagine that I would build a relationship with you, Bobby. And I mean, I, I talk about, I tell you, like, you're like a brother to me, but it's something so much more and so different and unique than that. So I'm truly grateful for our friendship. But in saying that, thank you for the interruption, Clint. (laughs) What I thought we could talk about today. (laughs) And I didn't even get to interrupt yet. (laughs) (laughs) I just started to think about how so many of the people that I talk to who are in a profession as a first responder or even military service member, they become so comfortable in the positions that they're in. And I know, Clint, it took you a long time to be able to test and it took three tries at the detective test for you to be able to advance. And now finally this year you've, you've promoted to corporal detective and Bobby, I'm just wondering if the two of you might be able to talk about what it means to you to be able to progress in your careers and what that looks like. Um, yeah, I can do that. But first I am going to say, I I know I've told him professional, uh, personally on the phone and things like that, but I am going to announce professionally and, to him, congratulations, Clint, on your promotion. They couldn't find a damn better corporal detective than you, and I'm glad they got their heads out of your ass and found it out. <laughs> Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. You're going to do awesome fucking things, and I am so glad to know you, brother. Uh, I speak the same words towards you, man, and, and, and it's like Ashley and Bobby both said in the beginning, it's these connections we've established, and Bobby and I have a connection that really – has spawned far further than I ever would have thought from a friendship. And it's more of a brotherhood compared to even a friendship. So I appreciate you being here and and knowing you as Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Well, we better get back on topic for the queen decides to start hitting people at her throne. Thank you, boys. (laughs) We can make this a lot worse. Be gentle. (laughs) But with, 
But with that being said, there it takes a lot of professional shit. I forgot where we were. Um, it and takes a lot of work career. advancing <laughs> your career. It takes a lot of work. Um, and Clint can attest to this as I can. You have to do things. Um, I don't know about out there, but here we have what they call a career track. You have to get classes. You have to continue education on top of continuing your education to keep your certifications. Like for me, um, for state level, I got to keep 24 hours a year of continuing education just to keep my firefighter certifications. And for EMS, I have to keep 48 hours every two years. I'm not real sure. I just know next year I have to have all my hours for my research or I'm not an EMT. Hmm. You know, and I, I'm, as you're saying this, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the totality of in the first responder realm of trainings and everything. I think all of us, you know, you have to have, there's that mandatory training that we all have to do to make sure we stay certified, but to progress yourself further, is there things that you have to do personally to further yourself outside of those mandatory hours? Yeah, absolutely. For one, you got to, you got to be open-minded and ready to go. I mean, what I mean by that is you got to be down to do whatever it takes. That's the motto I try to use a lot is whatever it takes to get the job done, whether it be, you know, going to extra trainings, doing classes that are not in your track to help you better be prepared for promotion or, you know, being a leader, you know, not all leaders wear chevrons and bugles on their collars or shirts. So, you know, you, you can lead from the back and, but you just got to be able to want to do it. You can't just sit there and it come to you. You got to go get it. I, I love that right there. You said you have to be willing and able to, you, you have to want to do it. You know, so many times, and, and I'm guilty of this too, those first two go-arounds where I tested for Detective Corporal, I looked at who else could I blame for me not making the list, not getting promoted. Oh, well, I'm not in the in crowd. I'm not that person. I'm not walking around with knee pads on. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And, and we've all heard it. You know, we really have. It's God, Yes it's it's something that like hits home to where we always look to blame somebody else but when you really look at it and I'm not just saying this now because I'm promoted I had this mindset before I even tested it's it's not about who I need to make happy to make sure I get promoted if I'm not putting in the work to actually get promoted yeah absolutely I mean you know, we all look back at it and we all think, well, it's a, it's one of those who you know, who you blow things, you know, and you've heard it and I've heard it and I've said it thousands of times, but I can't, I can't put my lack of work ethic and my lack of whatever else I need to do on anybody else. You know, that's where you got to be bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, you know, yeah yeah, you might not get it because you're not in the click, the good old boy system or the bro squad, as we like to call them around here. There's a story about that for later, <laughs> but 
there's a thing, you know, you've got to put your work in. It's not just going to fucking be handed to you. I mean, if that's the case, there's a thousand people I could hand a lieutenant bugle to right now and be like, here, you're a lieutenant. Here, you're a lieutenant, you know? Fuck that. Put your work in, earn your spot, and do the fucking job. The reward from that is so much greater, too, because then you look at what you've accomplished for yourself, not having to sacrifice and, and not having to be part of that bro squad, like you said, and, 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 and so true. And it's an interesting concept when we look at it as a whole, but I still see it to this day. And, and, you know, I'm applying for a new position within our department and I see one of my buddies who's already saying about himself, well, I'm not going to get it. But I, I tell him, well, why'd you even apply for it? If you already know you're not going to get something, why even apply yourself towards it? He then, and I hear this day in and day out with everybody. It's, they apply for it, expecting everyone to just give them stuff, and instead of just earning it and putting in the work to fucking earn that position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the you know the easy, the thing is is if this job was easy, every fucking body would do it. Now, here's the thing, and I'm, I don't know about police working. I've never done it. I've, I've never been that down in my life to be a police officer. But here's, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, and yes, it's easy to be a fireman. We cook, we clean, we sit in luscious chairs, and we watch the greatest TVs. But that's not all we do. When the bell rings, we're out the house in less than two minutes. We're speeding down the highway with lights and sirens on for stupid fucking people that drive, reproduce, and vote. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you there. In, you wait for us to get on the radio and say, hey, you're clear in. <laughs> Boys. Boys. Bravo. Bravo, Clint. <laughs> some some situations you're definitely not wrong. I will give you that. But this is know, where I'll stick in. <laughs> but back and I'll force the reference like it. <laughs> yes. But, you know, back to what I was saying, you know, we get out of the house in less than two minutes. We jet down the streets in our big apparatuses with lights and sirens, um, going to save somebody with either a stub toe or having a cardiac pain. You know, there's things we do and all these people, you know, there's things we do. But, yeah, it's simple to sit on a couch, but the real work comes when the bell rings. That's I had a training officer when I first started. He said, in this career, you're going to take all kind of tests in your life. You're going to take written tests. You're going to take physical tests. You're going to take skills tests out the yin yang. He said, but the real test comes at three o'clock in the morning when the bell rings. Are you going to be able to do your fucking job? Or are you going to be able, are you just going to be lost and pissing down your fucking leg? And that stuck with hmm. me for over 10 years. Yeah, that's really powerful. And before we wrap up, this episode, this week of Bobby, I, I just have one question for both of you. Um, Bobby, you can start it. If there are firefighters or officers or anybody listening to this who feels complacent or they, they don't have that desire to promote ever, and we all know that those, those people exist, what are your thoughts? 
my thing is, is people have their own goals. Um, I have goals different from Clint. Clint has different goals from me. We both have different goals from you. Um, everybody's different. Um, it's your own way. If you don't want to promote, you want to drive a truck, ride a squad, whatever you want to do for 25 years, draw you a fat retirement. Fuck it. I'm glad. Good for you. You've done exactly what you want to do. But if you want to promote and you want to be a leader, you want to be a trendsetter, you want to promote to that captain, that lieutenant, chief, battalion chief, wherever, or if you just want to set an admin and gain 70 fucking pounds, that's your goal. Don't sit on your dead ass and do it. Get up, get moving. you got goals to meet. You can't do it sitting there crying about it. I couldn't have said it better myself. It's We all like to sit back, bitch, and moan about – admin decisions or new rules or whatever else, but we never want to take that action to actually step up. And as you said, set those goals for ourselves. and nothing wrong with anybody who doesn't want to achieve that. And everybody has their reasons, but it's, it's so important just to recognize if there's something that you truly want to achieve the only one holding you back is yourself. And until that clarity happens, like it did for me, I've, it's opened my world to anything and everything that's available to me. Yeah, that's beautiful, you guys. I really appreciate both of you sharing your perspectives on that. And Bobby, we are so grateful for you to have come in. There's no better way that I would want to have spent my morning than with the two of you together. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you could have figured out something better to do, shoveling <laughs> stalls or some shit. <laughs> Too damn cold outside. And Bobby, I know that we will have you come back in, most certainly do a live inside of our Facebook group and pop onto the podcast again. But I just genuinely wanted to thank you. And I, I really enjoyed everything that you shared with us. Hey, absolutely. Any t- time um i've been actually i'm gonna confess to you i've actually been looking forward to this and i actually slept pretty peaceful last night because i knew this was happening today so you know me and you've talked about it and we were going to make it happen and it just so happened today's the day yep and that's good done and done and and now we get to look forward to the future ones yep done but not done (laughs) done but not done i love it Um, (laughs) like i said you know we get we get to do this again that's the that's the key thing there we do we do so bobby stay safe out there thank you again for coming on and we will talk to you later all righty y'all have a great day